0: This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thanks so much for being here today. Happy New Year. So excited for this new year and excited to be partnering with UCAN for 2024. UCAN's award-winning edge energy gels last longer than any other gels and provide a more consistent feeling of energy. You know so many pros are using UCAN. It is a legit product. Emily Sisson, Sarah Hall, Emma Bates, Lauren Hagans who is the guest on the episode today, Kira D'Amato, so many pros and non-pros rely on UCAN to fuel their training and recovery. And if you haven't tried it yet, now is the time. UCAN is offering the All Have Another community an exclusive chance to try four edge samples for free. All you pay is the cost of shipping. Head over to UCAN.co slash another to claim this exclusive offer. You can also check out the full variety of UCAN products at UCAN.co and save 20% off your entire order with the code ANOTHER. So go get those free edge samples, the four samples for free. Just go to UCAN.co slash ANOTHER to claim that exclusive offer. And then if you want to check out the whole store, go to UCAN.co and for 20% off your order, use the code ANOTHER. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm using it for my training for the Donna Half Marathon, which I do every single year. Hope to see many of you there this year. Today, my guest on the show is Lauren Hagens. She runs for NAZ Elite. She's been there since 2020. Uh, she used to specialize in the 5K, 10K. She was an 800 meter runner in college, and she has recently dipped her toes in the marathon. She debuted at Grandma's this past June, winning the whole race running 225.55. So the Olympic trials marathon here in a couple weeks will be her second marathon. She recently ran a PR in the half in Valencia, 69 minutes, 40 seconds. And in this episode, she talks about her training for grandmas, the race at grandmas, and her thoughts going into the Olympic trials as her second marathon, what training has looked like. And we get a lot of team talk. Over at NAZ, she shares about working with Coach Jenna and Jack, and I am so excited to see what she does at the trials. One to be watching for sure. Love her mindset, love her energy, and I love that she wants to have fun with this. That's how you succeed, isn't it? If you are going to be at the Olympic Trials Marathon, I encourage you to hop on over to Jacksonville the next day and run the... Donna Marathon or Half Marathon. I'll be doing the half. You can go to breastcancermarathon.com and use the code LINDSAY10 to save 10% off your registration. I know a lot of people are making the trip over. It's just a two-hour drive and doing that race after the trials. An inspiring thing, right? To watch the trials and then go have fun at your own race. I hope to see you there. All right, friends, please enjoy my conversation with Lauren Higgins. All right, friends. Today on the podcast, we have Lauren Higgins on the show. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. It's so good to see you again. I'm so happy to have you back on the show.
1: I know. it hasn't. I think the last time I got to see you was like Steph's party in New York, right? So Yes. I
0: was so happy to see you. I know. I think back to that party and I remember I was like so uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm not a professional runner. And then I would like say that. And I'm like, why did you say that? Like you should have just been a normal person, Lindsay.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the crew we had though, like it was a good mix of like a lot of, I mean, but you're so like prominent in like social media podcasts that it's like, yeah, you belong for sure. Oh, you're sweet. There's a lot of
0: people there though. I was, I was really honored that she invited me and I've really loved following Steph's career and also just like the NAZ team, I feel like throughout the entirety of my podcast and my career, I've really like done a lot of interviews with them and like had been on the show so many times. So yeah. of all the teams, I feel probably closest to your team. Yeah, and So Yeah, that was really special. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: good to hear. I feel like, I mean, I feel like our team in general, at least like that was one big reason why I joined NAZ was I feel like, I feel like people are pretty like down to earth and, you know, just kind of low key. And we're just like, normal people, like it doesn't
0: matter. Totally. So, okay. Tell me, you ran your first marathon this past year, which is like so exciting. And now you're going to be running the trials. So tell me like about the process of stepping up to the marathon.
1: I think it's just, honestly, it was kind of a natural progression to go up to the marathon, but then also like being on the team with Stephen Kellen and Alephine who had such amazing performances in 2016 and um or sorry in 2020 and then really just like you know I've been on the team for four years now and just seeing all the hard work that they have put into their marathon segments it looked terrifying but also really (laughs) inspiring so I think it just kind of was like a natural rub off onto me to just kind of be curious about it but it's like I you know I've seen them go through like So many marathon buildups, but it's just you can't really. I feel like for me at least, I couldn't. I wasn't prepared until I actually like started doing it myself, and it is like I. I ran with Steph this morning, and I was just saying like, "Wow, like now this is my second marathon buildup," and I'm just so impressed with like, just everything I've seen you guys do over the last four mm. years and to be at like such a high level for years, it's like really impressive. So like I just got inspired by those three and just was like, I just want to like, I was just curious of how that, how that would, what that would feel like and how it would play out in my, in my first marathon. And, um, yeah, I mean, I picked grandma's cause I it, <laughs> like, I thought that would be a good option for me because it's just like not like so, it's like a great race. It's a big race, but it's not, you know, like a world major. It's not like if I had a bad one, I could be like, okay, (laughs) you know, just like (laughs) kind of like move on, like kind of, it's just more like low key, but also like a nice course and Kellen, you know, has the the course record. And so like, we've had people had really great success there before and I also thought the timing of it before, if I was going to try to do the Olympic trials marathon, I thought it would be good timing. Um, that's also why I didn't do a marathon in the fall is because I just like the timing of grandma's <laughs> just was, like seemed like a lot like it'd be greedy mm. for me to try to do like one more mm-hmm. to be ready for the trials, So I, I did it. Um, but yeah, like I was like really, really like happy that grandma's went so well and it was just it meant a lot to me and it was really exciting because I just I mean like anytime you get into something new like that just new territory like you can train and you kind of know how your training indicate like what your training indicates but a lot can happen over 26 miles I just it was a little scary like just not really knowing like what exactly I was getting myself into. And then I really didn't want to, I really wanted to like it too. So I'm like glad that I did because that would have been sad.
0: (laughs) I love Uh, that. I wanted to like it too. That's so good. Now I don't remember totally, but I feel like when I first interviewed you and you were still doing heavily focused on like 5k, 10k, you had said something about like The scene, like the workouts, the marathoners were doing, like the girls on the team and like, do I want to do that? Like, will I ever do that? And how wild it was. And so now you're like a part of that. That's so cool to see. And when you said like seeing them do that season after season after season, it almost makes me think you not doing that fall marathon in this past fall, like you just know from witnessing and being like firsthand not only have you done the marathon training now, but you've seen your teammates train season after season. So you, kn- it was like a smart thing. You just knew not to do it.
1: <laughs> That's part of it. And the other part is like, I just feel like like when I did my first half marathon as well, like just push my body to like farther than it had ever been, faster than it had ever been. I didn't come off that super, super well. And so I just wanted mm. to give, like, respect the fact that, like, even though it went great and, like, yeah I felt really good during the grandmas and I came off of it pretty well. I just wanted to respect the fact that, like, okay, your body hasn't been here before. And, like, yeah. you, you, and I actually still wish I had taken more time off than I did afterwards. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like, if not physically, just, like, mentally because – It just, I also didn't realize again until I did one, like it just is so emotional and it just took Mm. so much out of me, like emotionally, mentally that I just like, I even, I probably needed to like not even run for like an extra week or something. (laughs) So I just didn't, I don't know, like I just, I just know my body even, I mean, even better now after doing even just one marathon, but yeah, I just like, I just didn't want to be greedy and like push my, like, you know, push it too hard and run myself into the ground and then just like, you know, leave my trials race on the grandma's course or something. So, no, you know, yeah. whatever. And I even, I did decide to do um, Valencia half marathon in Spain and that was even kind of a push. So I was like, okay, like I'm really glad I made that decision to not do a fall marathon but I also had a lot of FOMO watching Chicago
0: because, <laughs> like, oh yeah, that yeah, was
1: so exciting. Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: because that group of athletes that you would have been packed up with, there were so many Americans in that group. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah like, that's I mean, what I like. Because like seeing that race, I was like, oh, I would like to think I'd be there. You know, like you would else. be. Oh. Well, I don't know they ran so fast, but like I just I don't know I was just like oh my gosh like I really I was like I'm jealous, but I also like know like I I made the right call to not do to not do that because that that's probably what I would have done with Chicago, but yeah. what I would have liked to be in if they had yeah you know, but yeah yeah I mean you ran two two
0: twenty five fifty five at Grandma's won the race so winning oh, yeah. your debut marathon has to be yeah. an experience like none other.
1: Yeah, it was really, really exciting to come out with the win for that. I was just, like, so happy, like, literally burst into tears at the finish line. (laughs) I was, like, crying on this random official's shoulder. I was, like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, no, it was, like, super exciting. And I also knew, like, Dakota Lindworm had said she was going for the record, like, multiple times. So I was, like, and I know it's Kellen's record and just not knowing what kind of actual, like – what times my workouts are really translating to at altitude yet. Like I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. Like I'm going to let her do what she's going to do. And then I'm just going to run my own race. And then I think it just, it just worked out that way that day. Cause Mm. like that wasn't like, I just ran what was like the effort I thought was appropriate for my first one. And just not really, really knowing exactly what things mean (laughs) in practice. So. Yeah. Did you connect with Dakota at all? Did you talk to her at all when you were in grandma's? We like, I mean, not like too much, but I didn't even see her until like the day of the race. So Mm. like on the start line, we were all just kind of just like light, like convo or whatever. But yeah, I wasn't really like, um, yeah, I didn't really like talk to a lot of people that, I mean, that, that much, honestly, that race, I didn't really know a lot of those. I knew like Carrie Burden. And so like, mm-hmm. but we were all just kind of just like, yeah, just kind of trying to shake the nerves off, I guess, that morning. Or I was, that's what I, that's how I was feeling. um But then we talked a little bit after and like, she was so nice, just like, congrats, you know, and like, and she yeah. still did like, She had an amazing race as well. And I also admire how I feel like every time I see her race, she's always, like, smiling and laughing. And I like that. happiest racer ever. I know. I love I think that's so cute. I was like, I wish, like, I'm just so, like, I'm just, like, it's so funny because I feel like I'll be happy at a race. But I'm just, like, I just have, like, the the worst, like, RBF face. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I wish I was. I wish I was like that. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. But, like, it's not RBF face. It's, like. Our I'm just chilling. <laughs> like our, our like racing face. It's like our our face.
1: Well, there's rusty like, race I watched, face. <laughs> I watched some of the replay of like of the race and like the very start. Like I am just standing there with my arms to my side, like with my sunglasses on. I just look like <laughs> I don't know what's you were zoning on. out. Well, like Dakota and everyone is like laughing. I'm just standing yeah. there like this. Like,
0: were you nervous though? Like this is your Dakota's run several marathons at this point. This was your first marathon.
1: I I mean, I I had an interesting experience for this first one too, where like I feel like the day before the race I got really, really nervous. Mm. And we we were like Jenna, my coach and I were we we couldn't find um the building in the room to get like our packet pickup and like checking our bottles and like the bottles are really stressful to me. Cause that like I feel like getting things right like that, like getting your hydration in, like making sure everything's correct is more stressful than actual than the actual race to me. Um, I don't really like that about the marathon <laughs> There's so many Uh, logistics yeah like that's kind of stressful because like I'm just kind of someone who like I just want to show up and run but like you can't Mm -hmm. like you have to like pay attention somewhat during the marathon and so like I got really stressed out by that the day before and then I went and took a nap and woke up feeling like so much better and just was like and I was I was nervous just in that sense of like I'm not sure what's about to happen and like you know kind of that whole like oh what if you feel horrible and you're out there for 26 miles like that's kind of scary to me um but I do I do remember like um definitely the morning of grandma's just like feeling like a really I felt just so calm and peaceful that day and I don't know exactly where Mm -hmm. that came from (laughs) other than like I think I just was like like even though it was daunting and a little bit scary, it was also like exciting because it's like, this is something you've never done before. And you only get one, you don't, Mm. you only run your first marathon once. And so I was like, this is more just like, you know, yeah. Like you don't know how it's going to go, but also like that can also be a blessing in disguise too, because you don't have like anything to compare it to. You're just like trying to be in the moment and just one foot in front of the other. And so that's kind of what I was trying to like, cue into. And I think, like, how the race played out, like, I, I am proud of myself for, like, how I executed the race. But I still think, you know, like, when, when you win something like that, like, it's, like, it's great. And it's amazing. But it's like, a lot of things have to go right for that to happen. Mm. And also, mm-hmm. like, you can't control what other people are doing. And so, like, I think it just ended up being fate or something that I won that day, because, like, it can you know, it's a marathon. It can be anyone's day. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, like it was like, it was really nice. I had, um, Carrie Verdon and Grace Kahura and Gabby Rooker to pack up with. And we were together for probably like the first half of the race. And then we like, some of us separated and it just like, I don't know. I just felt like, so like in that state of flow, the entire race, and it was just, like, a really, really cool experience. And I know that it's very rare. And mm. I might not have other races like that. <laughs> I've only had maybe, like, I've been racing. I'm 37, and I've been racing since I was, you know, or competing since I was, like, um, you know, 16 or something. And I think I might have, like, five races like that that I can think of. So I know wow. that it's, like, a very, very rare, like, experience that I had for my first marathon So much that I'm almost like, okay, Lauren, like, don't, don't expect it to be like that all the time. That could be your downfall. (laughs) Like, just like, (laughs) you know, like, just everyone's different. Don't try to like channel that again, but just try to do the things that you did to get you into that spot, you know?
0: Yes. Were you anticipating that like miles 22 to 26 and what that, I don't know if agony is the right word, but just like how truly intense and hard that was going to be. Did you anticipate it? And then what did it actually feel like to you?
1: So, I mean, I kind of expected that, like, during my whole training segment. Um, Just because, like, I would get to points that a lot of practices would feel that way or it would really hurt the last, like, couple miles. But then, so, like, I did expect that. But honestly, like, when I I started the race um, that morning, like, I wasn't really thinking about that. Mm. And so I actually never really... That never really happened, which is, like – That's a gift. Very, very rare. And, like, like I know that. And um, I, just, I just was, like, in such a groove and just clipping off miles. And it was just, like, coming so naturally. Yeah, I was just literally, like, I can say, like, that was, like, a pure flow state where I just, you know, was in the moment, wasn't thinking about anything, wasn't worried about mile 23. I was mm. just like, oh, this is – I'm just doing what my body wants to do naturally. And then I just had, like, I remember having, like, almost, like, no thoughts, like, which is also, like, not normal because I, like, tend to be an overthinker. So I'm just, like, yeah, like, I just remember, like, I just, like, wasn't thinking about anything other than just, like, the feeling of moving, like, fast, you know, and just, like, I was just enjoying it. And then when I I caught up to – Dakota, maybe mile twenty one around there, something like that. And that was the only time that I I kind of got knocked out of that flow state is because I didn't mm. expect necessarily to be like in the lead. <laughs> and so I kind of was like, oh, I think I had maybe like half a mile where I kind of was like, that started to feel uncomfortable because I was more thinking about the wrong things. Uh-huh. I, was about, I shouldn't be here, and I'm like, no, wait. Like you might not have run marathons, but you have raced your whole life. Like you're not like a scrub. So stop, get that out of your head and just, you know, continue on. But then at that point, I think like, I think she might've gone, I mean, she, she went out a lot harder than I did. And so I think she was just starting to come back. And then like, Mm -hmm. I didn't put in a huge surge or anything to catch up to her. I was just staying steady. And then when I caught up to her, I noticed that like, I could feel the pace slowing and so then I had to make kind of a decision, like, do I, mm. like, just keep on with my flow or do I, like, you know, oh, I shouldn't be here. I need to stay behind her and try to kick her down, and I don't like that. And so that's that's not great, <laughs> you know. And then so basically, like, I just, like, just kept going and then quickly got back in my flow state. But I do remember, like, the last, like – um Maybe like four ish miles, like my legs just got really heavy, but mm. I never really was like in a lot of pain, which was yeah, what I expected to feel like, like I thought I was gonna just be in so much like agony and like <laughs> just like wheeling myself to the finish line, but then, um, also the last like maybe like five or six miles of grandma's, there are so many people out there that like that's also very helpful. Um, and so, like that was really nice. Like, I feel like at that point, like even though my legs were so tired, I was feeding off more of the energy. and then, um my my last mile was my fastest mile. and wow, then the last like what was it? Two, it was five twenty six Nice. And then the last point too, I just kind of was like, okay, like if anyone comes up on me right now, <laughs> I won't be able to respond. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was just like definitely like. Like, I, I realize and understand how, like, that's not very common. And so, like, I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. It sounds like training, taper, race prep mentally, it all came together. And you said yeah. something, like, when you passed Dakota, like, wondering, like, and you're like, I'm not a scrub. Like, I've raced all my life. Like, might be my first <gasps> marathon. But it's just so interesting to me because you're right. Like, and you have run, like, a 69-minute half. And so, like yeah. – the fact that that like imposter syndrome like slipped into your mind for a minute and could have given you really like
1: a run for your money but you fought against it yeah I just I mean I'm also really lucky to like be at NAZ too and just like I remember like just leading up to the race like all the things that people would like say to me like beforehand that were just like really encouraging you Mm -hmm. know and like especially like just like and Kellen is up and Allie for sure but like just all my teammates, like, not just them, but, like, the guys on the team, like, the younger girls, just, I feel like it's, like, genuinely, like, a really positive environment to be in, and so, like, I did have some of those thoughts kind of, like, in my subconscious during the race, but in general, I kind of just wasn't thinking about anything at all, and I was like, oh, I'm at mile 24 now, (laughs) and yeah, like, it was just cool, like, I, I remember, I mean, I, I I really feed off like what people say to me too, and whether that's good or bad, like I that's right? like important. Yeah, it's so, like I really try to like protect myself too, mm-hmm. sometimes. But but um, yeah, it was just cool. Like I remember earlier in the year, like racing the half marathon championship in Texas and having that go really well, and then like I ran a ten k PR on the road that was good. And then just, like, yeah, just, like, I just remember things, like, my teammates say to me that are, like, uplifting and, Mm.
0: you know, and and
1: so, like, I was kind of, like, thinking about that a little bit, too. And even, and, like, Kellen just, like, telling me what to expect, you know, like, or, like, it might go different ways and, you know, like, just, like, even Kellen saying, like, I'm so excited for your marathon. I'm like, oh, that's good because you're a really good marathoner, you know, like… Hey everybody, listen
0: up. Are you going to be at the Yingling Shamrock Marathon on March 17th? I hope so. I am going to be there and I cannot wait to see so many friends there. I have not been back to this race since 2013. I ran it in 2013 and actually at the time ran a PR, had the best experience ever. And so now I only live a few hours away from Virginia Beach and I'm so excited to join the team there and be a part of their expo their race morning helping MC a variety of things there's a half marathon too so if you're running a spring marathon like in april or may march 17th this is a great day to run the half marathon it's a little tune up for a marathon and if you don't know about the shamrock Marathon. This is one of the most family-friendly races out there, voted by Runner's World magazine. It's a top 20 marathon in the U.S. according to Bib Brave and Runner's World, and they have the best swag and perks and prizes. Truly, it's a party the whole weekend and so much fun. I'm actually doing a giveaway with Shamrock. We're going to give away two free entries and a two-night hotel stay Friday and Saturday night. So make sure you're following me on Instagram because all the announcements are going to be over there. Uh, my Instagram's Lindsay Hines626. And so we're going to be announcing that giveaway. Again, the race is Sunday, March 17th. I'm going to host a meetup. I just I can't wait to see people there. This is such a fun time. And Virginia Beach, let's go. Let's have some fun at the beach. It's really, really gonna be a great weekend. Go to shamrockmarathon.com to learn more. Alright, back to the show. Okay, so talk about the team a little bit. You, you in your videos from grandmas, you hear Jenna in the background yelling, and you talked about Jenna, like, coaching you through a lot of this. So talk to me about who have been, like, key players in your training for grandmas and then for this – and we're going to talk about this segment for the trials training, but for this segment as well.
1: Yeah, you know, it also, like, one part about – so, like, the grandmas training – I, you know, like I said, like I've spent years like watching them all get to train together and like do their whole segment together and all that. And then for grandmas, it just didn't end up being that way, which I was so like Mm. sad about because I was like, you're telling me I finally like do a marathon (laughs) and I don't have like every, you know, but so like I didn't have like it wasn't like Oh me and Kellen did a whole block together, uh-huh. and, but but I did get to overlap with like all of them at some point because like Grandma's was during when like like Steph was pregnant, mm-hmm. and so like she would though like hop in to like parts of my workout that she could do and then take breaks and hop in and and so like I had her for a lot. I had Kellen for a lot too because she was also coming back from being mm-hmm. pregnant. And then, like, Alephine was just doing, like, different races. So, like, our Mm -hmm. schedules didn't match up really at the same time. But she did get, she did um, my last tempo with me that I had to drop out of, actually, like, right before grandma's. Um, And so, like, you had to drop out of a tempo. Yeah, I did drop out of my last. I had to drop out of my last two big workouts before grandma's because I had like a calf strain.
0: (laughs) Okay. We got to talk about that a little bit because people freak out about this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And maybe you can like speak into the like crazy mental games we play on ourselves. So you had to drop out of two key workouts right before your debut marathon that you won.
1: Yeah. I am. Because like, I don't know if you know, I think maybe we talked about this, but I'm like pretty low mileage for a marathoner. Like I don't really, and grandma's like I... I was really fit before I went into that, the segment for grandmas already. So that helps. But like I did an eight week specific marathon build and I think, and I had two weeks that my highest mileage were at 85, but then in general, I was more around like 70. Wow. But then like, so the, so like three weeks before grandmas, I was supposed to do, um, eight by a mile. And then like a fourteen mile steady like tempo at altitude, and I had to drop out of both of them because I just like the way that I run, which is like really efficient, but I'm like on my toes. It's not always the best for all the pounding, and so like okay. I get these like calf, like they're kind of like it's not it's not a full strain because that would take you out for a long time, but they're just tweaks where I have to kind of like baby it, and I can't load it for a while. So I was like kind of like that was really that was like really bothering me that week. And so, yeah, I supposed to do a 14 mile tempo and I did like seven of it before my calf just like grabbed on me and just got, you know, and I was just like, you know, I've done so much work that it's not really like worth like it's more of just like a mental game at that point because you're like, oh, like it would be confidence building to say I did a 14 mile tempo at this pace and I'm ready but it was like, what's the point of like Mm. running seven more miles at altitude with like a balled up calf and then like not making it to the start line. So like, I just have, you know, you just have to make those decisions and they're tough mentally really. But yeah, I had to back off that week. That week was 50 miles and then I only had two more weeks. So it's not like for me, it doesn't make sense to just like throw all the miles on me. Cause that's just not really like mm-hmm. my physical makeup. Um, mm-hmm. so then like the two weeks before grandma's was like 60 and then the week of grandma's, including the marathon was also 60. Wow. So like, it's more just like a mental, like telling yourself, okay, no build is perfect. Like whatever you need to do. But for me, it was like, no build is perfect. You have to do the best with the work that you've done and what you've been given and just make the best of the, of the situation and just know like the work that I've done has been very quality. Like even though I'm not like super high mileage, like my workouts are very good and intense and I was able to get in like, you know, like a 22 mile long run, just time on feet a 24 mile time on feet and like the overall body of work Means so much more than like oh i had to drop out of one key workout or something like that. And then I love the um, body of work. I love how you say that. That's Jenna too. So she's uh, good at so she's like very like good at like keeping a lot of us just like, you know, okay. <laughs> like a lot of us who can be kind of anxious like just uh-huh. keeping more calm and grounded and then um yeah. And then I just, you know, I just needed like a few days to let my body kind of calm down and got all the treatment I could do. I did a ton of treatment on my, my leg. My cat is my calf. So like a ton of it. And then didn't feel it at all really for like the 10 days sitting up to the race. And then the, the annoying part is that I get to the race and literally for some reason at mile three in grandma's, it tightened up on me again And I hadn't felt it in, like, a week and a half. I was just going, like, I really don't want to, like, drop out of my first marathon. I was like, what do I do? And then I just decided. The way that I, like, mentally, like, dealt with it was I was like, well, your calf really hurts. But you have, like, another calf that feels great. So focus on that one. (laughs) And just kind of, like, you know, like just think about, like, okay, like the rest of my body's fine so and then like I don't know and then some of that is is has to be the super shoes though because it's like you know it just was like I think if I had been you know running in like our older flats that didn't have Uh, like technology uh I wouldn't have been able to do it but I was just like okay but it never like it hurt the whole race but it never got as bad as it did like in those two workouts three weeks before but it was just I just feel like the whole it was just a whole like exercise and like trying to stay calm and you know like just focusing on like what's gonna make the boat row faster versus like what's gonna like throw me off my game and so like that's kind of what I was like I don't know like how I kind of like had to mentally like twist it to be able to get through Mm. that but but yeah yeah, it's so strange like after the race it felt fine it was just like the weirdest like it wasn't like I was like hobbling on it it just is like sometimes I get these calf things or they don't feel very good but sometimes I can (laughs) so yeah so it just um yeah it was that was I'm really happy that that also did not just like totally grab on me the whole time too but that that also wasn't exciting either (laughs) no but what
0: yeah. you did there with your mind, that's like straight out of the Dina Castor playbook. I mean, seriously.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love her book. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I
0: mean, like, I just feel like I've heard her talk about this, like, focusing on the other things that feel good when one thing is going wrong. And that's exactly yeah. what you did. And it worked. It did. Wow. It
1: really did. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'm also like, I feel like very, very fortunate that, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it was also like, it was, it was, it hurt, but it was like manageable enough, that, mm. you know, like, cause I think but if you it had could have been obsessed
0: like, on it, but you didn't.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like fixate on it. Cause I was just like, I did not also like, I was like, I am not gonna, I just don't want to drop out of my first marathon. Like, I put so much work in. Like, if I thought it was going to be like horrible enough that it, you know, like maybe I would have, but I was just like, I just, like, want to do this right now, so. And you were f- far enough
0: away from the trials that, like, you weren't necessarily risking, like, I'm going to be injured while I'm training for the trials. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's very true. I know, I, now that we're, like, four weeks away or not less than that, it, I know, I'm like, ugh, You like, believe it? No, I feel like this bill just, like, flew by. Like, I don't know where it went. And I just know, like, like, I've had, um, you know, it's, like, it just, it's, like, it's an, it's another race, but it's it's just another race, but it's also not. Like, there's, mm. it's so much more pressure, and I just, like, I feel like I've been kind of, like, I'm really excited about the trials, but it also feels so, like, looming, like, mm. in the near future that, It's, like, both really exciting and, like, satisfying and also, like, terrifying and just, like, I've been, like, bursting into random tears, like, just because it's, like – and it's not always even, like, out of, like, nerves. It's more just, like, oh, my gosh, like – this is a big deal and we're so close to it. And like, I cannot be the only person that's doing that. <laughs> it's like, no way. You know, cause it's literally like, I feel like all of us are kind of just in this pressure cooker situation where like it's sports at the end of the day, but it's more mm-hmm. than that. It's like you invest so much in it. You work so hard. Like you're so tired, you know, and it's like your whole team around you too. And it's just like, I can't believe it's almost here. <laughs> oh.
0: You know, Earlier you said it could like the day of the marathon could be anybody's day. And that's so true. Like, how are you going to set yourself up race day to say like, I'm in this game. I have a chance of making this team. I belong here. It can be anybody's day. Like, what are you going to be doing throughout the race? Like, how are you going to talk to yourself and like, I'm here. I belong
1: I mean, I think that you know that's something that I've kind of been doing in practice. Like this whole segment is kind mm. of going because I like, think look at like the people that I train with too. Like right. Alpine is like the marathon trials. Helen <laughs> is Kellen. She's incredible. Steph is so consistent. It's like you know, like in in these practices, like we're all kind of at different spots right now, but. Mm. We've also all had, like, our days where we've had, like, amazing days. And so I think it's just honestly kind of, like, the same, like, like mentality that I even had at grandma's. Or just this whole, you know, this whole past year just kind of, like, yeah, you don't know what could happen. Just, like, be as calm and confident as possible. Like, you know that there's so much pressure. Of course there is. But it's, like, you almost, like, if you focus on that, that'll... I think that will like suck more of your energy than, you know, I mean, the marathon is energy conservation. And, you know, I think the people that are going to be able to handle that kind of pressure and just knowing like, yeah, like the stakes are high. It could be anyone say, but it could also be my day, you know, <laughs> and just like, yeah, just trying to like, you know, in a weird way, it's like having this like duality where you're like, treat it like another race. So you don't Get so just like deer in headlights, but also like let yourself get excited and swept away a little bit too, because it is the marathon trials and it is a big deal. So it's like this kind of weird, like balance of, you know, like, I mean, I'm going to compete as hard as I can. I'm not saying I'm going to get there and be like, oh, well. It's anyone's day. It's not mine, you know, but it's also just like if you just like straight up focus on like how like much pressure it is, like I feel like that's really detrimental. Then you get like the paralysis feeling Mm -hmm. where like even if the pay, I mean, it'll be more hot than normal for a marathon probably, but it's also, you know, it's just like there's, I don't think there's another better option than to just kind of go with the flow and just like try to you know, be as light and calm as possible. And like, that's, I'm just going to stick with my routine, what I've been doing all year and just do that.
0: This podcast is supported by Purina Pro Plan Sport. I know a lot of listeners here like to run with their dogs, have dogs, and there's so much joy you get out of running together. And it all starts with Purina Pro Plan Sport. This is a dog food formulated to fuel your dog's adventures. ProPlan Sport gives your dog the strength and stamina they need to take on your extraordinary life together. Go to ProPlansport.com to find the right sport formula for your dog. ProPlansport.com. All right, back to the show. I wanted to touch on the low mileage a little bit. Uh, my friend Laura, Laura Thweet, oh, yeah. she yeah. she's another low mileage one. And Uh, Yeah, I always find it so interesting to hear what else you're doing because, I mean, that is, like, just such a wild contrast to people that are running, like, freaking 130 miles a week. Like, I don't know how bodies don't break down at that mileage. Yeah. It's, like, insane. But you've proven, Laura's proven, lots of others have proven that, like, there's more than one way to do this. Yeah. What else are, like, are you supplementing with cross-training? No. no,
1: but I mean, I also live at 7,000 feet. So yes, that's kind of in itself. Like I always feel like this is what I tell. I try to tell people they might get annoyed with me, but like if you're like injured up here, um, you know, I'm like, well, you're still getting you're still getting a little fitter just because you're up just here. Keeps breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like, I mean, yeah, like. I run my easy runs like really, really easy, like really slow, like eight minute pace. Sometimes I I ran, I didn't break 8.15 yesterday for my long run. How long did you run? Oh, for my 12 miles. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's long. And that's just like how like, I don't, I, I don't know. I just think like some of that's a mental thing. Like some people feel like they need just because they're running mm-hmm. a marathon, like you need to like run the miles and like, you know, like for fatigue and stuff. But like I actually was like and that was actually kind of something that kind of was a little irritating to me like during the grandma's build is because when you live someplace like Flagstaff, we're like, <coughs> it's just saturated with runners and like you know, you constantly see what everyone is doing and it's really easy to compare yourself and there are so Mm -hmm. many, like, tried and true marathoners up here, but it doesn't mean, like, that I'm going to be successful doing exactly what they're doing just because they've had those results. So, like, for me, it's, like, because, like, even when I, when I was running, like, the 5K, like, I didn't really get too much above, maybe, like, I think I hit 75 a couple times. So like and then my half marathon training I didn't go above 70 to 75. Wow. Um and so it doesn't it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me to say like oh just because you're running a marathon you need to run like 25 more miles a week cuz i i just feel like that would have gotten me pro- maybe injured like maybe it wouldn't have but i just think like you should be smart about it and i'm not i'm not saying like like in the future i'd like to experiment a little bit because Who knows, like maybe if I do run a little more, like maybe I'll run faster. But I just don't think it was like a good enough reason to say, like, just because you're running a marathon, you have to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we did go up a little bit. I ran two weeks at 85. (laughs) But that's, you know, so like maybe like after the trials, we do, you know, three or four weeks at 85 or one week at 90 and just kind of like ease into it. But I was just like, I just, you know, because like I had a couple people say like you know, like, oh, you're not going to be ready because you're not running enough. And I'm just like, hold my beer. <laughs> you <know? 'Cause> like, <laughs> literally, like, This is but I know my body well, and I know myself. And you know, it's like, it just that like, not even making it to a start line is not mm-hmm. worth Oh, like being super anxious about like, I'm not running enough.
0: So you had Alan, now you have Jack, you've had Jenna throughout. What's like what's going on with coaching stuff now and like who are you mainly working with in the trials build?
1: Yeah. So Jack has been devising all the workouts. And so it's been Jack and then like Jenna is like provides feedback and input based on what she's seen from us in the past. But then she's like they're both on the ground actually quite a lot. But because we have 20 – about 20 athletes now, they have to kind of split it up. So it's like sometimes I'll see – jenna at workouts and then sometimes it'll be jack while the other person is like at the track or something so, okay So yeah so it's just kind of like just make it work like logistically what makes sense for different people but then like ben bruce has also come on with more of like an assistant coaching role and so and he's kind of had like a little bit of a calf thing lately so i haven't seen a lot of him with pacing like normal which is mm-hmm. sad yeah <laughs> because i love when he's at practice um, World's but, yeah. best pacer. So so good. I feel like so confident when he's like actually at practice and so or like pacing me. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have a good day, you know. But yeah, um, you're like I want and I wanted to be with you in Chicago. Yes, I really did. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was also like uh But yeah, like I'm like, can you come It'll to my happen. next like actual? Can you come to my next like race after the trials, please? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like so, like they all just kind of divvy up like where it makes sense. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. So it's in a good sp- you're it coaching and everything is in a good spot now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think Jack is probably, you know, hopefully here to- yeah. for a while. Hopefully yeah. here to stay and um yeah, like but at the end of the day, like coaching is important, but like it doesn't really change like my talent or anything and then I'm also right. an athlete who like I'll give you probably more feedback than you would you would want. Ah. Uh.
0: How much of your low mileage is from your feedback versus what coaches push you to do? Is this all like, hey, this is my body. I know what I need here.
1: Um. So because like right around, right around the Valencia half marathon, I started to have like another – I had like a bad um, episode with sciatica again. Okay. Which like I always – deal with all the time and so um I'm not really sure how to answer that question because (laughs) for this specific trials build it just didn't actually make sense to even like push the envelope anyway and so I've actually not gone above 75 like this whole I haven't hit even 85 for this segment we've kind of had to go kind of day by day, week by week, like earlier Mm -hmm. in the segment when then let, let my body kind of calm down. And so now, like, now we're four weeks away and like, I'm finally feeling a lot better and like able to kind of like dictate workouts versus just kind of like holding on that, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's like a different like quality, like you can hit a workout, but if it feels like you were just like dying the whole time even mm. if you get the pace it's, it's different than like I was in control you know yes um so yeah like so I think it's just kind of like how it kind of needed to be this this segment but then I have talked to both Jack and Jenna about like you know we didn't things went so well for grandmas we didn't want to like do anything drastically different and just kind of like just keep on putting in like good solid consistent work and then like go to the trials, do my best there. And then when I pick my next, whichever marathon I end up doing, it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, then maybe we can think about like pushing some envelope a little bit, but uh-huh. um, yeah, I just didn't make sense to, so they, so that was kind of just like, it was, it was collaborative, but like Jack was like, I'm not really comfortable with like, yeah. Putting so much on you type thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So I I mean, you know, I bet you, I do go up a little bit in mileage like in the future, but yeah. I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to be someone that is like running consistent hundred mile weeks and I'm, I'm fine with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, it,
0: it worked for grandmas and now this is yeah. the second marathon and you're going to have that experience under your belt. I'm just going to be channeling into you like, flow 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 the whole race I'm thinking I'm hoping that's what you're feeling the whole marathon flow
1: I felt that way on my workout on Friday which oh good So happy that I was like oh yes this is an awesome feeling finally so yeah
0: you said on your Instagram that you've had a really good four-week stretch
1: yeah I which is like actually so interesting because like I'm, like, feeling really good, and then I had to, like, miss one workout last – my Tuesday workout because I had that calf thing happen again. Oh, dang. And then I had to take, like, two days, like, of just, like, down. But then we got right back into – we had, like, a a 12-mile tempo on Friday, and I just felt amazing and was, like, into my – Like, where I just was, like, not even really having to think and just kind of, like, running on – autopilot and like it was still it felt great and so that was yeah really exciting and um I'm just gonna kind of try to like just remember like kind of try to channel that feeling as much as I can to off yeah. some of the nerves <laughs> so yeah
0: you're you're gonna have fun what is that what yeah you said for grandmas I want to like it I want to yeah like it. yeah I was like I really you're like gonna it like it, it.
1: I don't I'm like it at 520 pace and be like, why did I do that? And just blow up my
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. You're going to be I'm... there? I thought you said yeah. you
1: booked your tickets yeah. finally? Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I got my hotel a while ago, and then okay. I was like, I probably need to book my tickets. Like, because <laughs> like I, I, I go over to the Donna Marathon in Jacksonville every first weekend and every February. So like. That's on Sunday. So, like, after the trials, I'm then going to drive over to Jacksonville and um, do that on Sunday. And then I'll fly home on Monday. And, like, so I had to get a one-way ticket to Orlando. I'll rent a car, f- drive over to Jacksonville. And then I'm actually flying back home from Orlando. Because, the anyway, there's uh, connections if I go through Jacksonville. But So I'm going to be, like, all over Florida bouncing back and forth. But, yeah, I'm going to be... I can't, I can't wait. Cause it's, you know, it's so fun and it's such an honor to be able to talk to someone like you, who's going to be a part of the crowd and be out there racing. Like yeah, I got to speak to you one-on-one for an hour. Like this yeah. is really freaking cool.
1: Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate the time too. Like, I don't know. I just think like it's in general, like it's such a, like a cool, like place to be like, mm-hmm. and I know I'm like literally like a little, like I can't believe I'm about to run the marathon trials because, like, I've run – I've been in – I've qualified for four Olympic trials, but this is my first marathon trial.
0: Marathon, yeah. Oh, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, like, mentally, is that – like, how does that feel differently than all the track trials you've done?
1: I, I feel like I've run so many, like, U.S. championships and – like, Olympic trials track races, and I don't really expect it to be, like, any different, even though it's, That's like good. Longer, like, I just kind of am, like, because, you know how, like, there's, like, a, there's a definite, like, there's a different feel between, like, track and road races, mm-hmm. but I think just because of, like, the qualifying aspect of the race, like, I just think, like, it's just going to be so much pressure, and I always think, like, even with the track, it's, like, all those athletes, like, you're feeling especially, I mean, you know, the favorites, especially, but it's like, you're feeling so much pressure. And it's just like the ones that are that it can, you know, like, kind of handle it better, I think, typically do better. And so, like, it's the same. It's I, I I expect it to feel like, yeah, like, more just, yeah, just like, yeah, there's pressure. And but just kind of like accepting that rather than like trying to fight it because it's just going to – it's it's inherent and, you know, it's going after like the hardest team in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you just don't know whose day it's going to be and you don't know who day, whose day it's not going to be. I mean, you just yeah. look back to the 2020 trials and like yeah. Emily Sisson didn't finish the race, you know? And so know. it's like you just don't know what's going to happen.
1: It's also just so like hard to because like – I saw Emma Bates post – I know, and like Poor I don't thing. really know her. That I really like. I think yeah. I talked to her. Like I've not really been around her to really like get to know her, really. But like, I'm so sad.
0: I know that because it's I like know. It's so. Sad like I was her. like in
1: Sprouts and started like almost like crying because I was just like, I know how hard like we're you're all invested, working. yeah. She's so good and is like so consistent, and I was just like, man, like it's just she deserved a lot more. But it's, like, all of us are just, you know, it's just, like, <sighs> it's just so, ugh, it's just so emotional. And it's, like.
0: I know. I saw and that, too. it can happen,
1: like, you know, there's three and a half weeks left. And it's, like, a lot can happen. But, like, a lot can also, like, I also wanted to say, too, like, for people, I know a lot of people are kind of, like, not feeling like they should be where they, like, they're not where they should be going into an Olympic trials. But it's, like. Mm you still never know what can happen. And there's like three and a half weeks left and it's like, you just show up and do the best and like, you know, so I just feel like in that way, it's like, we're all in it together, even though we're trying to just like beat each other, (laughs) you know, it's just like, Oh my gosh. I just like feel like, like I know I'm feeling all the emotions and I just know like everybody else has to be too. So yeah oh, for just, sure it's exciting but also like oh makes me also want to throw up a little bit so- <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh my gosh yeah
0: I um I had worried that this would happen with Emma because I thought she tore her plantar fascia and in, in Chicago
1: yeah I was worried about that too
0: I mean I tore my plantar fascia years ago and I mean I'm not a pro runner I don't have like You know, I wasn't doing like the, all the therapies and all the things that pro runners do, but I mean, I was like non-weight bearing for like eight weeks or something. It was something crazy like that. So I was just like, I had wondered when that happened, I was like, oh, I wonder if like that can heal and then you could really build and it sounds like she did her best to get there, but then it just didn't, I can totally see why.
1: I'm sure she'd, I mean, it's like when you're so close to the trials like that, it's like you're doing everything you can
0: everything think Everything you can. So like,
1: everything. It's like. That is
0: just like a freaking pain of an injury.
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, like, if she's not running the trials, like, like she can. I wonder if she'll
0: get on the track. I wonder if she'll get on the track. For
1: the 10K, maybe?
0: Yeah. We'll have yeah, to have her I on the
1: show and I do likes the track very much, but. Yeah. I I mean. <laughs> Who knows? But even then, like, I mean, she's run so fast in the marathon. Just, like, go on. Just kill more majors.
0: because I know. Go kill Boston this year. I
1: yeah. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> Her Boston was incredible
1: last yeah, year. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool to watch. We were all watching at, like, we had, like, an event in Flagstaff because, like, Allie was in it. Oh, right, that, right, right, right. Literally in that person that, like, I watched literally everything that like Uh on time zones you know Uh like I'm getting up and watching Houston half um are you this yeah because like I like my boyfriend's in it I have like oh he is in it I have like so many people and like but I also just like love to watch races like I think it's It's so so
0: fun fun. like non-runners don't understand
1: no I know they're like you're getting up at six o'clock to do what? Because it's like central time and I'm on mountain. And you're
0: like staring at the TV for two and a half hours. What? No,
1: but I'm like literally like looking at these people that I know and like I can sometimes kind of tell like what they're like thinking or doing and I'm like oh, that's uh-huh. <laughs> or just like just racing. Like I think it's so fun and interesting. But yeah, so like I don't know. Hopefully anyway. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: I saw the start list for Houston. It sound it's exciting the Houston half. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, I know. Interesting to
0: see, like, who's doing the trials and using this as, like, their, you know, last big race before the trials.
1: I thought about doing it, and then I was like, you know what? This is a bad idea for you. It'd be a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. Just literally. Like- I
0: thought that when I saw the names. I was like, ooh, that's that's a lot to – that's a big bite to chew off. But then – well, I thought, like, oh, I saw Sarah Hall, and they're like, well, you know, yeah. she's the racing queen. But, yeah, I wonder yeah. – I wonder what the strategy is for most people when they decide to to go for it.
1: I think it's just like a tune-up and a way to kind of break up training. But for mm. me, like I cannot control myself at races like that. <laughs> so, like I just feel like I would like run Houston, and then it's such that's a not the sport. race. No, no, I'd be like, and then like, yeah, that would be a disaster. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I did Valencia half, but it was literally like fourteen weeks ahead. Yeah, you no, know? yeah. So I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: You ran that so well.
1: Thanks. Yeah, that was an interesting one too because I – my training, I was – my training was not good. (laughs) And then – Girlfriend knows how to race. I like to race. But, yeah, it was like a definite like – I ran that Tufts 10K race two weeks before and it went horribly. And I was like – Oh, really? Oh, oh, and now I'm supposed to go run twice (laughs) – more than twice the distance faster. And then I did it, but it literally was, like, a mental, like, Mm. like, I almost, like, didn't even run Valencia because I was, like, am I really that out of shape? But I think, I think Tufts was just, like, a pretty, it was a, I think it was the first one after, like, Grandma's, which felt, like, so much to me that I just was, like, I felt really, like,
0: Mm. rusty
1: or just kind of, like. Yeah, I didn't realize how much grandmas took out of me just in general. Even mm. though know, it was months, months before it was like the weirdest like thing. But then I was like, you know what? Like I've never run an international road race. Like I want the experience. I think it'll be fun. I'm just going to go and do my best. And then it ended up, I ended up PRing by three seconds. And I just like I would never have thought that like, no, like. Are you glad you did it? Yeah, I am. I am. It, like, it was, like, it was a good confidence booster going into the trials, knowing that, like, my training had, in my mind, was nowhere near, like, what I, would have felt comfortable going into, like, such a high caliber race like that, but still PRing was, like, because I just, you know, you just, like, put your head down and do your best, and, like, and it ended up going well, but, like, I wouldn't have like, predicted that. I was kind of, you know, like, but yeah, so that was, I am glad I did it because I was, like, it kind of showed me to, like, okay, like, even if you don't feel like your training's going that well or, like, I know that I'm still working really hard. And so, like, I know that, like, I still have it and, like, you have to give yourself a chance at least. So, like, I was just, like, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I mean, it's pretty incredible that you ran that Sixty nine, was it sixty nine thirty something? Sixty nine. It was like
1: yeah, it was like sixty-nine forty.
0: I mean, it's something. pretty incredible that you ran that feeling not great the whole time, not great training cycle, <laughs> overseas, all the things, you know. Yeah. Still in like recovery mental sounds like recovery mode from grandmas.
1: Yeah, that's why I I mean, I literally was like really, really happy with that one too.
0: Yeah, that's Because it could
1: have easily, so easily have gone the other way. Like,
0: Yeah, even if you would have run like 72 minutes, like, would you have like mentally, what would that have done for your confidence leading into the trials build?
1: I'm sure I would have found some way to spin it to make myself feel better. You would have. (laughs) But but yeah, it wouldn't have been the best because it was like my whole goal, like, with not doing a fall marathon was like, I'm going to play to my drinks and go try to pick a fast half get in like really good like half marathon shape and so in hopes that like marathon paces will feel easier type thing and then it was like I couldn't like my training was just like just all over the place and like I don't think I don't feel like I had like any workouts that were just like oh man yeah you're ready Mm. but then again it's like it's the body of work. I'm up at altitude. Like, I'm still putting in the volume. I'm still consistently, like, doing the workouts, even though they're not as fast as I would like them to be. Like, I'm still doing it, you know? Mm. And then it ended up being good. And, like, Jenna is deserves, like, a medal because she is, like, the queen of being, like, Lauren, you're fine. <laughs> like, stop. Zoom out. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy I did it and that's great I'm, it was it was a good confidence booster going into the trials
0: yeah for that reason I'm, yeah. I think we all need to start looking at that body of work yeah you we got to think about that for all the things in our lives not just yes. running True. I'm like when I have a bad moment in parenting I need to say think about the whole body of work here it's not
1: just this moment Yeah, because you're <laughs> human and it's like you yeah know, like we all have like we get overwhelmed and have yeah. emotions and, like, you have to make some mistakes to, like, know how to be better in the future. And it's just, you know, and sometimes we're just really tired. <laughs> that is so true.
0: Yeah. That is so true. You all relate that to every single aspect of your life right now. Yeah. I'm going to take that quote and run with it. That is good. We'll, good. Give, we'll give we'll give Jenna all the credit. Yeah. Body of work here. For sure. Yeah. All right, well we'll um we'll wrap I've now I've gone way too long on the time, but um let's wrap up with some into podcasts since you haven't been on in a while. Maybe just some fun stuff. Do you since sure. do you have do you have time to read or like watch good shows? Like what are you reading? What are you watching?
1: Oh, um I read a lot actually. Um I Oh, I've been binging like old seasons of *Desperate Housewives* for shows. Actually, oh fun, but, fun. Yeah, and then like, um, but as far as I mean, I read every day. That's actually like a habit that I, I just feel I don't know, like more grounded when I do that. But same. I just finished that classic, like Shel Silverstein, where the sidewalk ends. It's like poetry. I the poem you, book? Yeah, the one with all. Oh whole, like, yeah. Sketches, and so I just finished that, and then. I don't know. I'm about to start um, Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe. It's like one of those classic, like, like a lot of us had to read it in school. It's like pretty old. So I'm going to start that. But then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like my roommates and I like put on movies and like have wine and stuff, like probably like twice a week. So (laughs) it's like just random.
0: Yeah. What's your relationship with alcohol? You said you have wine like twice a week.
1: Yeah. My routine is like, I do, like, you know, a hard workout in the morning typically, come back, eat a lot. Usually I take a nap. I'm a big sleeper. And then um, typically the day after a hard workout, I don't have practice. And Mm. I, I don't set an alarm so I can let my body kind of, like, just get all the rest it needs and, like, naturally wake up. And so usually that night I'll have like a glass of red or white wine and just like relax. And it's just like, yeah, have dinner and go to sleep. And then I usually sleep like 11 hours, 10, 11 hours. Nice. At night. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I don't really like, I don't like, I don't like cut it out really.
0: Yeah. That's good. You have, it sounds really
1: balanced. Yeah.
0: Um, Have you read this book? Demon Copperhead?
1: No. No. That's oh. like Robert King Solver.
0: So I finally finished The Poisonwood Bible. Have you okay. read that?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Okay. Um, I tried to pick that book up like so many times and I always put it down. And then I saw it at this thrift store and I was like, I'm buying the book and I'm finally freaking reading it. <laughs> um, and it took me a while. Like it was hard to get through, but I ended oh, up, okay. I ended up really liking it. It's just not. The easiest of reads. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. But then everybody's talking about this book and I'm obsessed with it. I'm, I'm only like a fourth of the way through. Um, but anyway, you should read it. It's good. Okay.
1: I'll put it, I'll put it on my list. Cause I, I, I read, a I read a lot. And so yeah, I'm same. always like looking for new ones that I want to read too. So
0: yeah. But I was wondering like are you choosing what you're reading right before the trials like based on what mental state you want your mind to be in? Uh
1: I kind of just before big races like I kind of just pick like like I like I literally have like 15 books downstairs that I haven't read yet that I you know I'm like that like I'll just pick random things up and um I usually like try to save the ones that I feel like I'm most excited about like uh-huh. right before Yeah. But and then this is bad but like I really need, like, I don't read a lot of, like, running books. Like, I still haven't read, like, Desi's and Kara's or anything like yeah. that. I just feel like it's, like, not that I'm not interested, but I just get so, you're so, I'm so saturated with running that I just, like, yes. want to read, like, a mystery or, like, totally something, like, I I like, like, um nonfiction, even just because I want to learn about, like, other things, too. But then it's, like, I listen to all their podcasts, so, like, I like. You know, you know what's up in their lives yeah, yeah yeah but like I yeah like I just kind of so like around the trials I'm probably going to read I'll probably try to read something that like I think sounds like so interesting but maybe that's not like super 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 heavy Um, so we'll see I haven't quite like well this like um, Things Fall Apart is actually a trilogy so like I might just bring all three of those because I read the first I've already read Things Fall Apart like, a long time ago, mm. and I remember loving it, so, like, I'm reading it again right now, but, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't really, like, totally picked that, like, what I'm going to do yet, but. Mm. <laughs> but that's a good question because I, I do feel like sometimes if you're, like, reading something and you're, like, this is, like, really boring, then it's yeah. just kind of, like, I don't know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. races. Yeah. Yeah, you need, like, it's something
0: weird. that's going to get you excited. Like, yeah. Yeah, you need like a like a Sherry Lapina book. Hers are like kind of murdery mystery. I like, love that. Yeah. Okay, like keep you on the edge of your seat. Like, I want to know what's going to happen next to distract you from like, you know, if you're feeling yeah. anxious or whatever. But yeah. um, don't yeah. read the Poison Wood Bible. Right okay, now. <laughs> I won't. I'll take my- that one. Because <laughs> like, I I keep going back to it. But I'm just like, it's a good good book, but you're not excited to pick it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you really want to finish and you want to get all that information in your head and like you want to read it, but like you're never like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens the next chapter.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes like books are like, because like I love the books I normally like the best are like they're really like beautifully written or like interesting language. But then sometimes those, and that's great, but then sometimes like they're not exactly page turners. So it just just depends. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly
0: um all right we're just gonna wrap up with your message what's your message to the audience here
1: I always hate these lists. I'm always like I don't know I always have like all these thoughts in my head but I mean or what do you want to
0: you could sign off with like just thoughts going into the trials or I don't know maybe what you want to share to
1: other athletes that's going into the trials I think you know it's like first of all it's a huge privilege to be there no matter if you have like the Olympic standard or or like or like barely hit the trial standard like it's still so cool like to say like you're a part of this amazing field every four years you get to race the best in the country and I still think that like you know it's like I just I personally like I just want to dive into that and just like let it like carry me through as much as possible to the finish line so just like even though there's a lot of pressure and a lot there's a it's high stakes and there's a lot on the line too but it's like I don't know, like, I also want to have a lot of fun and like, enjoy the experience as at the same time. And so like, that's like, literally, like, I think the best mental mindset for Mm. me going into like, really any competition anyway. And so like, I don't know, like, I just hope that like, you know, I know, there's so many of us that have made the trials, but I hope like, you know, we can all do like a version of that. And because it's just like, it is like amazing, you know, (laughs) like, it is, so. It's
0: a Yeah, it's a privilege, like you said.
1: I love it. Lauren, thank you. Oh, thank you.
0: All right, friends. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on the podcast. If you aren't already following Lauren on social media, you can find her. She's haagen Daz H-A-A-G-E-N-D-A-Z-S underscore 86 over there. Of course, you want to follow the NAZ team, NAZ underscore Elite, They've got a lot of people running in the trials. It's going to be an exciting day for that team. You can find me. I'm lindseyhine626 on Instagram, at Hine on Twitter. And learn more about this show and all the shows in our network at sandyboyproductions.com. You can also find more about what I'm doing over at lindseyhine.com. I've got training plans and all sorts of things over there. Would love to have you check it out. Thanks for being here, and we will see you next week on I'll Have Another.